miss the old Kanye. Straight from the gold Kanye. Chop up the soul Kanye. Set on his goals Kanye. I hate the new Kanye. The bad mood Kanye. The always rude Kanye. Spazzing the news Kanye. I miss the sweet Kanye. Chop up the beast Kanye. The final act of this journey of genius. Kanye West trilogy ends with an awakening. Act three of this epic journey of Kanye West. From Chicago to New York City, the Grammys to the fashion world to becoming a billionaire and an icon. This is the final chapter of genius. Kanye West Trilogy Act 3 The Awakening yeah. We lost left off on purpose Kanye Achieved it all He won a Grammy He was the best He was on cloud nine He was swarming the skies And he was untouchable Well in this chapter Kanye finds his spiritual awakeness. He does prerogative things. The world calls him crazy. He gets admitted to a hospital. He loses touch with Cootie. He becomes a fashion designer. Starts making fashion. He gets married to Kim Kardashian. He has a couple of kids. He runs for president. He does it all. And like I said, he becomes a billionaire. And there's so much more to the Kanye West story. In a documentary that took over 20 years to put together. This documentary is not the end of this man's life. Kanye is the type of guy who puts his mind and soul into everything. So I will not be surprised if he runs again for the American presidency. And he actually wins it. He's the type of guy who sets out goals. Pushes it. Works hard towards it. No, he found his awakening in the gospel, where albums like Jesus is King came out, Donda, Donda 2 coming out soon. It's looking good, you know. He started doing, they say the old Kanye was gone, but the old Kanye was always Kanye. It's just that Kanye was now in a bigger view. More people were seeing Kanye do his own thing. That's when they all say, oh, Kanye's gone. If you watch the first part, the act, vision, act one vision, you can see Kanye. He says what's in his mind. Sometimes he's not articulating it the way that it should be, but he says what's in his mind. And if you listen with a keen mind and a keen ear, a keen set of eyes and a keen set of ears, and you listen and you watch what he does, what he's trying to put into fruition, you can see that there's a genius at work here. Now, I understand when people start calling you crazy, they're really shutting the door for you. They're just shutting everything in front of you because whatever you do next, eh, it's just race being crazy. It's just Kanye being crazy. Again. And that nigga needs to be on medication. Well, that's not the case. Sometimes a man 
And there's a whole lot of stuff Kanye being forcibly admitted. They saying he's out of control. Kanye went out and say slavery is not real. Financial slavery. He went back and said that in the end, that's what he meant. I don't know whether it was bad PR or he meant actually slavery wasn't real. But in my heart, I know that's what he meant. You know, financial slavery is bullshit. It's our fault that we're financial slaves and we got to better ourselves. We got to be better people. We got to strive for greatness. The only way to do that is to follow our dreams, you know. Stop letting people say, I just too confident. No, you, you, you're too much. You're too much. You don't like you. Uh, you're too crazy. Yes, I'm crazy. I'm crazily passionate about what I do. You got a problem with it? Suck my motherfucking dick. Anyway, so Act 3 bears some sad news. Mama West passes away. And Kanye's world comes crashing down. It crashes down. It crumbles. It's almost if, if you look at the documentary, and if you've watched the career of Kanye West, his music, his lifestyle, almost everything starts to take a different route. It's on the same path, but it's on a different route. It's on the same path to greatness, but it's on a different route. From the route that his mother might have envisioned for him, his, a path that he might have envisioned for himself. Bear in mind, his mother was his manager, was his confidant. She was in his back, she was in his ear. She let him know what's wrong and right. In the documentary, they even interviewed and asked her, are you more of a mother or a manager? How are you balancing things out? And she was like, the parenting is over. I'm just a manager now. And when you lose a mother who's been there from day one telling you, son, you could do this when you're in the south side of Chicago, you know, coming up, doing beats, winning Grammys with your mama on your side. As soon as your mama passes away, I understand you go berserk. Your mama probably was the moral compass that kept you at bay, told you, you shouldn't do that, baby. But now no one is telling you shouldn't do that, baby. Because you're probably around a bunch of ass kissers. Who are like, man, they could do that. That's controversial. I'll get us likes. This is the new age of likes, you know. People want to trend. But if you rap like Kanye, I don't think you need to be trending. Just drop music. Crawl back to the cave if you have to. Do what Jay-Z does. But I'll tell you this. The loss of a parent is the most difficult thing in the world. Especially... Now, if your parent was a deadbeat, eh, who cares? If you were a mama's boy like some of us are, I'm, I'm, I'm part of that genre too. And if my mother passes away, God forbid, I don't know what's going to happen to me, man. I'm financially stable. I can take care of myself. That's not the point. Boy, is you need that moral compass around you. Someone to tell you, no, boo-boo, you're not going on the right path. You need to straighten up and get your shit together, baby. You need that. Once you don't have that, you're going to have a bunch of ass kisses all over you. You're going to do some stupid shit. Shit's going to get you trouble. People are going to start looking at you a different way. They're going to call you crazy. And they might even admit you to a hospital. Say this nigga crazy. Get this nigga on pocket.
moccasins. Get this nigga on medication. This nigga crazy. Crazy nigga. You don't want no crazy nigga here. We want the old Kanye. Man, get the fuck out of here. Kanye's Kanye. Ye is ye. And the saddest part of this documentary is how Cootie and Kanye are no, were no longer buddies. Are no longer buddies. Whatever you say, Cootie was around Kanye with a camera and he gave advice. Remember that time Kanye had beef with no ID? Cootie was there to calm him down, talk to him, overwork him. Yeah. Mama West kept inviting Cootie to more events, to film more stuff for Kanye. Kanye wasn't cool with him like that, but he was there. And as soon as Mama West left, Cootie had no power. He had no power. One time, Kanye invited him to do a doctor, to do footage for a tour, and the Kanye crew was like, "No, nigga, we don't need you, cause they trying to harbor space for themselves. They didn't want him around, giving all Kanye all this sound advice, making him a better person. Some of them, some people around you will sell information." And TMZ grab that shit off. They, they gobble that shit all up. Make you a fool in public face. And you don't want that. Anyway, Kanye ends up getting married to Kim Kardashian. Now the whole world saw this marriage as a sham. They were like, why would you marry Kim Kardashian? This girl got a sex tape. This girl did this. This girl did this. This girl is right to She can't handle him. She ain't, she ain't this. Some black girls were even mad. Why are you marrying a white woman? Gold, silky, queen of black beauty. Yeah. Perhaps. Kanye went to this girl trajectory when his mama died. He started, started dating Ambroses, all these nasty ass girls. Now he's dating a lookalike Kim Kardashian. It's taste. I get it. Anyway, he gets. Cootie gets. Gets married, I guess. Has a kid, Ivy. Uh, Kanye West has North. Everyone's got a kid now. They got more important things to deal with. Kanye's a different man. Kanye's out of control. Kanye's taking microphones and Taylor Swift is accepting an award. Saying Beyonce deserved it more. Which is right. That damn video was amazing. I don't know how the hell Taylor Swift wins video of the year award. Isn't that the same year Beyonce dropped? What's that video of boys something something about boys being where they where she had a bunch of South Africans dancing? Everybody was dancing. It was amazing. I forgot the name of the damn song, but I remember the video vividly. I remember it like it was yesterday. Anyway, I'm all over the place today. It's not like all the other parts that I was writing. This one has so much content in it. It touched so much. It's probably because Cootie wasn't everywhere, so it was all over the place, and he was taking stuff off the media. But Kanye lost control, apparently. They admitted disaster to the hospital. When he came back, 
came back as a religious man. He found his spiritual awakening. He started doing Sunday service. Man, that shit was popping. When you heard them dudes in Sunday service on that Jesus King album, it was popping, popping. Sunday service in Calabasas. They did the tour. People were like, ah, Kanye's just trying to revive his career with the Sunday. Kanye revive his career? What you talking about? You talking about ye? You talking about Jesus reviving his career? Kanye don't need to revive his career. Nigga is phenomenal. Nigga is so great. But even if Kanye put out a record with no sound, I don't know how that's possible. But if he did, and he told people, if you listen hard enough, you'd hear the music. I'd buy that motherfucker shit and try to listen to the music. That's how great Kanye is. Kanye is the culture. Kanye was trying to be part of the culture. He was trying to make the culture. But the culture was always in him. The culture was his essence. The culture was his... His intellectuality, his genius, his essence, his himself, his words. That was the culture. He molded and folded the culture into what it is. He did 808, Heartbreak 808. He did that album he did with Kid Cudi. He did great stuff that molded the hip-hop world. That, that's what made him a hip-hop icon. Hip-hop But... When he transcended from the hip-hop world to the fashion world. That's when he became a god. I am telling you, I am a god. That's when he became a god. He became a god in the fashion and a whole spectrum of publicity of the modern-day person. If Kanye was from the 1700s, no, 1700s too early, 1500s, I don't know, 1400s. And this nigga was this popular. Oh, everyone was trying to pay a piece of goat to read a piece of a feather. I'm just making this up. To read whatever he wrote. Being the Shakespeare of the modern age. They would be a religion of Kanye. If he was around the time of the Leonardo da Vinci, then he was making all the great finance fashion advancement and music advancement as he is and he was popular as he is now he there would probably be a cult or religion under cult or under ye even if it's not by his design or by his fruition or by his vision crazy folks would do it now Kanye's got the Sunday service it's a brilliant experience the beauty of it, he's not trying to say, I'm a prophet, like all these Africans be doing. I'm a prophet now because I started awakening. Now I'm starting a church and I'm a prophet. He's a musician. He's got a pastor. All he does is perform with the church choir, man. That's all he does. He owns the church. He pays the people. But all he does is perform with the church. It's also financially brilliant to own the church. Kanye could, no, I'm not saying he's doing that. You could wash your money with the church. You know, it's your church. You know, you could, you could say, I'm paying myself for Sunday service. See what I mean? 
you put 20,000 in there, and you take 10 back, and you pay everybody up there, and you watch the money, and you ain't got to pay taxes on that. But that's not what I'm talking about today. Kanye West, awakening, spiritual awakening, starts Sunday service, works on the greatest album, in my opinion. Jesus is King is amazing, man. It's amazing. Now, if you were to ask me, please, what's your favorite Kanye album? I don't know, man. They're all good. Okay, Reese. Could you at least name your... Kanye has about 10 studio... I think 10 studio albums. Could you at least name... Top 3? Okay. Top 3 Kanye albums. No collaboration. That means no cool Kid Cudi. No... Watch the throne. Damn. No watch the throne. That's gonna be difficult. But it's easy. In no particular order. College dropout. You know it. Uh late graduation. Jesus is king. But that heartbreak is the way it is. Fire, bro. And even that ye one. Damn, this man has got a collection of some of the greatest piece of artwork ever put together. He's got that Yeezy album too. That shit was fire. That's where the new Slave State joint came in in, and that shit was popping. So, damn, it's difficult to say which one of my favorite, favorite album. And then this Donda 2, fam. Oh, man. And this Donda 2 coming out too. Damn. It's going to be Donda and Donda 2. Man, Kanye's a king. Kanye's a king. Anyway, Kanye West gets married to Kim Kardashian. They have kids. He runs for presidency. He talks about abortion. He talks about how his father almost had him aborted because he didn't have time. And his mother was like, nah, nigga, I ain't doing this shit. And he talks about how he almost made Kim abort his child and he breaks down in tears now i don't know how offensive that is a man is admitting that my father tried to have me killed and i tried to have my kid killed and that breaks my heart because when i look at my daughter now and i'm like why on earth did i try to kill this little girl this girl's now i don't know if that's the reason this girl's trying to divorce him he even said even if my wife decides to divorce me for saying this, it's the truth. It's how I feel. I did this, and I'm ashamed of it. I'm ashamed. Of course, he did say that, you know, women with children should get a million dollars. It's too much money. If you said all the women who kept their kids should get, I don't know, 1,000, 2,000 at birth. Yes, I'd agree with you. Because look at this one. In South Africa, they have a similar policy where you get uh, a check, monthly check for having kids. It's not for everyone. Like for the middle class below, they get that check. You know, little money to raise them kids. So him saying that if you have a kid, you should get a little money for it. If you're a woman, you got to keep that shit. He's anti-abortion. A man who's anti-abortion, a man who was almost aborted, a man who almost aborted his own child is anti-abortion. There's nothing wrong with that. That shows where it's coming from. It's coming from a deep place. A place of sadness and sorrow. That I almost died because of this shit. I almost killed my child because of this shit. And two women. 
Mama West and West is Mrs. West. Two women, Mrs. West and Mama West. Two people who stopped this from happening in his life. They stopped him from killing his daughter. And they stopped Daddy West, Ray West, from killing Ye West. So, when you listen to that speech without being a judgmental prick, and just listen to the words. Don't try to think, I didn't make no sense. Stop listening like an idiot. Stop listening to the words like it's coming from Kanye. In fact, matter of fact, don't listen to the speech. Read the speech. People will listen to a speech because it's so energized and so energetic. It's not like he was wilding out. But if you read the speech, you'll know. Damn, there's some deep, hard, cool shit. Of course there's something. In every politician's speech, you're not going to believe all the crap they say. Hey, some of them will say it in such a way that it sounds like divine prophecy. And probably the way he said it, it's not divine prophecy. It doesn't sound like that, but it probably is. Probably good words, but because it's ye, he crazy. If you people label you crazy, they will dismiss everything you try to do in future. You are dismissed. You will cancel. That is where cancel culture starts. They label you crazy and they dismiss every little thing you do in future. Eh, he crazy. Eh, he crazy. I don't believe that nigga. That nigga crazy. Man, that nigga crazy. That nigga crazy. That's what you're going to get from the future. For the unforeseeable future. That nigga crazy. That nigga crazy. I ain't never seen a crazy nigga like that. That's going to happen. So in my... My experience. It takes a little crazy to do something great. So go ahead, folks. If you're listening and people say, this nigga crazy. Do your crazy. Do your crazy. Your crazy will change the world. <laughs> every invention ever made sounded crazy. Oh, you right brothers are trying to fly? You're trying to be birds? <laughs> Them nigga crazy. You trying to go around? In a machine that doesn't have horses to pull it forward? <laughs> you crazy! That always happens. Somebody is gonna say this digger crazy. This digger crazy. This digger this this. This nigga this this. This nigga this this. It's always gonna happen. It's always gonna call you crazy. For doing something innovative. Something new. Something. Oh my god! I'll be one of them. Elon Musk is trying to take folks to Mars. <laughs> to Mars. This nigga crazy. Really? He doing something different and he crazy. I bet the first nigga who said, let's do cryptocurrency. Like, this nigga crazy. And now cryptocurrency is worth billions and I'm regretting it because I was like, this nigga crazy. I ain't doing that shit. NFTs are in the market now. Everybody's like, man, you paying for that? Man, this nigga crazy. They'll be crazy rich while you're crazy broke. While you're crazy sane and crazy broke. While you're crazy broke, they'll be crazy rich and you'll be sane and they'll be crazy. Smiling all the way to the bank with your broke ass looking outside the window. So go out there, be crazy. Do something out of the ordinary. They'll live a little crazy, but you'll do great. This is my message. This is the message from this. From me. That's what I'm getting. Anyway. Kanye West does fashion and he becomes a billionaire. He moves his factory from China to the US 
and he does easy like nobody else. The shoes, personally, not my taste. I can't even. Let me. Nigga, don't lie. You can't afford them shoes. Okay, I can't afford them shoes. There's nothing to do with my taste. I'd, I'd wear that shit. I just don't have the money. That's all. Them shoes are expensive, fam. And Kanye's popping big money. And you're like, why? 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 It's quality, man. Nigga took years to study that fashion sense to put together a team. Virgil. Put get a team that so fruition, so brilliant, so elegant, so in tuned with the fashion sense and with what the fashion world desires and needs before the fashion world needs it. Visionary shit. You see that the fashion world needs something of this and you give it to them before they know they need it. And then three years later, like, we need this shit. Kanye, you are a revolutionary. So, that's why a company's worth over billions. That's why the man is worth eight billion. By the time you're hearing this, this dude is worth eight billion, I think. Or is it nine? Or is it ten? I don't even know this nigga's money get going every day. So, you could be hearing this and he's worth 20 billion. You could be hearing this and he's worth 15. I don't know. All I know is he's rich. Now, remember, I just want to say this. If Kanye's getting divorced... I hope y'all remember that song about him telling people to get a prenup. Because if you leave your ass, you're going to take half. I just hope he made that woman. That bitch line that prenup. I know Kim Kardashian rich too, but damn. I just hope she made her shine. Mm-mm. You lose half with all that money. You broke, broke. And with this old Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, disrespectful about opinion, but whatever. Kanye moving across the neighborhood, across her house, his house. You know what, rich people is different. Everybody got money. Like, oh, my house, his house, my house, his house. I don't need you, you don't need me. That's why people, rich people divorce easy. Broke niggas would be like, shit, I can't leave her. She's she doing all my finances. She doing all my taxes. I can go to jail. I can't leave. I don't have a house. Damn, I can't leave this nigga. I don't have a house. I can't leave this nigga. I ain't got no job. And they fall in love all over again. Rich people like, I don't love you. Goodbye. Because they're probably 10, 15 niggas knocking on their door. Not saying that broke, broke bitches or broke women or broke niggas don't have 5, 15 bitches knocking on their door. There's always somebody knocking on somebody's door. When you're rich, this nigga you with. If he ain't doing small things like making you happy right now. Because he's busy trying to make you rich as fuck. Or trying to make you a success. Nigga was picking out this girl's clothes. Now they call him controlling. Red. She fucking loved it. Don't, don't tell me that shit. Every girl likes it. When her man is out here picking up. It's better than the nigga saying, you shouldn't wear that. And doesn't buy you clothes. Nigga says, you should wear that. And he takes your whole old rope and he throws it out. And puts in shit that he thinks you should wear. And you look stunning in them. You look fabulous. No woman is complaining. Get the fuck out of here with that. She's control. He's controlling her clothes. And he says, oh, now, now he, she's not with him. She, he's dressing fine. No, of course she's dressing fine. Because he's taking off her clothes again. That's her being fine. 
more revealing murder for the rest of the batches. Oh, I am all over the place. Like I'm touching on things that I, that that not even part of the documentary. I'm just fascinated about this man's life. This man is an icon. He's he's a role model. I would like to follow in his footsteps. Of course, this documentary helps me know that how he got there, what to do and what not to do. So. When you got role models like Kanye West, you got to shine, you got to do better. So, hopefully this will be a great day for a nigga like me. Anyway, hopefully I get to the level that he's in someday. Anyway, folks, um, thank you for listening to yet another brilliant episode that's long and ranting. I was ranting, really. Rambling about all this and that. But... The Kanye West uh, Genius Kanye West Trilogy Three part documentary miniseries Was spectacular As a whole I loved it I loved every second of it I'm going to put it aside uh, I'm going to rewatch it again And I'm going to rewatch it again Because it's amazing With perseverance with Hard work With passion you too can achieve it all. First, you gotta have the vision. You gotta find your purpose. And if the path is consuming you, you have to find your awakening. That way, you can rise from the ashes as a phoenix. Never to die. Never to perish. Never to burn out. Just rise and rise like a phoenix. From the ashes, from the rubble that your ambition may cause. Because that's the truth. With ambition, there are going to be hiccups, there are going to be hurdles. We have to have the passion to rise from those hurdles, the ashes of your mishaps, the ashes of the chaos that follows you as you navigate this course, as you navigate this path to righteousness, this path. Of life. The rubble will be behind you. And you must rise. From the ashes. Like a phoenix. Now I'm all philosophical right now. <laughs> this nigga. Oh my god. This nigga's a college professor. This nigga is like. <clears throat> doing philosophy now nigga. Oh uh, yeah nigga. Anyway. Bye folks. Thank you ladies and gentlemen. For listening to yet another episode of the. It's Top Netflix podcast. And remember to. Support this podcast on Patreon. I'll leave the link in the description below. Uh, with all that said, peace to the Ukraine. I'm gonna leave you with a little snippet, as always. Since this Kanye West documentary, I feel great, so I'm gonna leave with a little snippet of a song by the great himself. Yeah, take us out. <laughs>